and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. Tonight's a very special night. I'm going to talk briefly about our trip to Magic Kingdom last week and also about our stay at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. But as always, if you're listening to this via podcast or you're watching this via Facebook Live, thank you. I appreciate it. I would love a rating from you if you've ever used any of my travel tips. Uh, please put that on my business Facebook page that I've linked below. Also, um, please rate me on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, that will help other people be able to see this and hear this and hopefully benefit from it as well. So uh, I would love to uh, be able to share that and love to connect with other people. So tonight, again, we're talking about a trip report. I haven't really done one of these like this uh, specifically, kind of focused as a thing. So... Uh, I hope that you enjoy it, and if you have any comments along the way, please chime in. Let me know what you think. If you agree, disagree, we'd love to hear from you. So, what did our trip look like? We spent uh, about a week at Daytona Beach Shores. Uh, Daytona Beach Shores is kind of a smaller, separate city that's right next to the beach on uh, the Atlantic coast, next to Daytona Beach, Florida, right there in Central Florida, about an hour and a half away from uh, the Orlando theme park, Metroplex, as it were. Uh, when traffic is good on I-4, uh, at least. So there's that. It's just down the coast, um, you know, maybe 45 minutes or so from um, Cape Canaveral, where Port Canaveral is, Disney's major uh, cruise port. Uh, there's some other ships that, that make port there as well. Um, there's the Kennedy Space Center that's there. Of course, in Daytona Beach, you've got the um, well-known, world-renowned uh, NASCAR racetrack that plays host to the Daytona 500. Uh, there's a lot of other cool things around that area to check out. So it, it's a fun place for us to go and just sort of chill and relax. And we usually pop over to Disney for a day. But this time around, we decided to na- make a full uh, stay of it. Usually we'll just go to Disney Springs, eat at a restaurant, maybe shop a little bit and call it a day. This time we decided to go full on theme park day. We you know we planned fast passes. We found a resort to stay at, um, a bunch of other things. So it was really exciting. So we uh, stayed at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort, which is a moderate resort. To tell you a little bit um, more about that, um, you can actually go back and watch the Facebook Live that I did when I was there that that uh, that one day, and we did a uh, I did a very brief room tour. But just a quick thing about the room: we stayed in what's called a fifth sleeper room, meaning it has two queen beds and then one. Um, pull-out bed it's about the size of a day bed maybe a little bit smaller um it can only really hold children about younger than than 10 years of age so you can actually fit five people uh in that room uh four adults and then one child now we had six of us now two of ours were under three but because there are five beds and one of those specifically could fit a young child we could fit six people in there Normally, in a room like that, if that fifth sleeper bed was not in there, you could only fit four people plus one infant. So uh, I see a lot of discussion about this sometimes. People trying to skate the rules and, and you know do all sorts of things, work around dining plans and tickets and you know blah blah blah. But uh, per fire code, per regulations, a number of different different reasons, you can only fit four adults plus one infant. An infant being classified as a child younger 
than three years old. Um, those same children, younger than three years old, do not have to pay for entrance into the parks. So that's one thing to think about. Uh, you know, the subject comes up, you know, a lot. You know, my kids are too young to go to the parks. Um, you know, I don't. I want to take them when they can remember it. Get that. We, we've talked about that before. How young is too young to go? That's a separate uh, episode. Feel free to back up and, and find that one. If you can't find it, let me know. I'll repost it. Um, but uh, that's one thing to think about. So you can plan your days around that. Um, you know, you'll you'll go at a different pace, which I'll, which I'll talk about here in a second. So great room, fifth sleeper room at Port Orleans Riverside. Those same types of room uh, rooms are available at other moderate resorts. Uh, there's some other options that could have slept our family um, at uh, the, well, the All Star Resorts. Does have some sweet options as well as Disney's Art of Animation Resort has some sweet options. We could have gone up to like a, a villa level uh, if if you know we decided to do that. Those could have fit our large family. So if you're a large family trying to figure out how to travel, uh, there are a bunch of different options for you. Don't pigeonhole yourself to one particular thing or another. We settled on the moderate resort at Port Orleans Riverside specifically because I had never stayed there and always wanted to, and we were not disappointed. We really enjoyed our experience there. Uh, the food we had in the food court, the um, the, the people there that, that we met, the cast members late at night uh, when we came back from the park. Uh, this guy named Sam that was a front desk cast member, absolutely incredible dude, only 18 years old, but some of the best customer service we've ever experienced. Um, so shout out to Sam at Port Orleans Riverside. Probably will never see this, but uh, highly recommend him. If you ever go by there, ask for Sam if he's there. Pat him on the back. Awesome guy. So stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. You know, we checked in um, kind of early morning-ish, around 8, uh, 8 or 9, and we um, had some reserv reservations at Cinderella's Royal Table, which are pretty hard to get. Uh, originally, we were going to stay at a different resort. We are going to stay at the Art of Animation, um, and we were going to go to Ohana. I switched our plan because the resort room became available, and uh, we um, found the reservation that we want. So, hey, Adam, that, I absolutely agree with you. Um, awesome resort. So, uh, we switched our plans around to kind of our preferred itinerary. So, we were, you know, one of this flexible and uh, really enjoyed it. Did not regret it. So, again, we, we got there mid-morning. Uh, drove from Daytona Beach Shores to um, to the Walt Disney World Resort at Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, we dropped our luggage off at luggage check because the room wasn't ready. We were there so early. Uh, we hopped on the resort bus, which was pretty much there waiting on us for the most part. <laughs> when we got there, we didn't have to wait long for it. Um, pretty short bus ride to Disney, Disney's Magic Kingdom. Um, got off the bus. This bus pulled right up in front of the security checkpoint. Went through pretty seamlessly. We were prepared for that. So, you know, as you're going through security, especially if you have, like, lots of children, especially smaller ones, um, you want to make sure you're prepared for the fact that they will go through your bag. They were very thorough, probably the most thorough that I've ever seen a security guard uh, go through, uh, you know, diaper bags and, you know, look underneath the strollers and those sorts of things. So be prepared for that. Um, it can, you know, it's, it's part of your day that you need to be aware of based on, you know, how busy the parks is, how long the lines are. It's kind of like prepping to go through TSA at an airport or something like that. And in a way, it's one other little piece to your day that you want to think about as you're, as you're going, uh, going about your day at the park. So went through the security, and we got through. We just kind of, you know, breathed a, breathed a breath of fresh air, and we were there. We were excited. This was the first time our entire family unit was 
uh, inside a Disney World park together in probably about four years. You know, I've been a few times um, myself to, to Disneyland and we've been to the Walt Disney World Resort as a family, but not been in a park together in a while. We surprised our kids on the way there. Um, totally awesome moment. And, you know, gave them their magic mans. It was really cool. So they were very, very excited for that. So we were in there, and we were like, okay, well, what do we do? We had some, we had some fast passes that I had planned for us. We had, you know, about an hour and a half-ish. Uh, I'm going to go back and check the comments a little bit, by the way. Um, we had about an hour and a half-ish to... Uh, our um, dining reservation. So one of the things we wanted to do is my son, um, my three-year-old, almost three-year-old, he acts like a full-on two-year-old right now, a little boy, but he needed a haircut. And Main Street, Disney's Magic Kingdom, has a barber shop, just three little barber shop chairs, just traditional, you know, nothing special. You walk in there, it's pretty obvious what it is. There's a barbershop pole. Um, as you come right through the, the entrance underneath where the train is sitting, next to where the flagpole is, uh, kind of over to the left, next to the little firehouse, it's this little barbershop. It's tucked away in the corner, but it's only $18. That includes gratuity, $18 for a cut for him. So that's, that's pretty reasonable. You know, you could go some places back home um, or, or, you know, say do it yourself if you know what you're doing with a pair of clippers or scissors or whatever. But uh, it was a really neat experience. The cast members there that cut us here were great, uh, and had, we had a lot of fun. Uh, again, I did another Facebook Live kind of giving some feedback about that, and he enjoyed himself, and I enjoyed being able to share that experience with him. Um, we actually did that later on the day after our meal. So let's get to um, our breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table. Actually, real quick before we did that, I saw a comment come through. Um, Cameron said, you went to the Port of Orleans, correct? What was the average daily cost? So um, there are two Port Orleans resorts. There's Port Orleans Riverside, where we stayed, and there's also Port Orleans French Quarter. So the French Quarter um, is usually always booked. Uh, it's a little bit different as far as the layout. It kind of looks like the streets of the French Quarter in the New Orleans area. Um, the rivers and all these resorts are even are, are separated kind of into different areas. Uh, we stayed in the area of Port Orleans Riverside uh, called Alligator Bayou. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, if you go back and look at the resort tour, you can sort of see some of that. You know, lots of lots of overgrowth. You know, the paths are very clean and clear, but as far as trees and kind of swamp-looking ponds and, and different things, I mean, the theming there is absolutely amazing. It's incredible. Uh, it's great. It's very easy to do because you're kind of, you know, you're in Florida, right? So it sort of feels like you're in the middle of a swamp 11 months out of the year because it's so humid outside. But it was a lot of fun. Absolutely uh, loved it. And I'm not sure what the current uh, rates are because they vary based on the time of year. Um, I'll have to go back and look because I don't remember off the top of my head, Cameron, uh, what they were, but I'll let you know for sure what those are uh, for that you know kind of particular week uh, on a nightly basis. So again, uh, just side note, um, I get asked all the time what, what resort rates are and, and how much they are based you know for night. Um, for how much it is to say per person or whatever. Those are going to base, be based on a lot of things. Um, the first thing is the resort hotel room is going to be based on the type of room that you're picking at the type of resort. Also, it's going to be based on the time of year that you go. So, you know, if you go the first week of May, it's going to be much different, much different than the week between Christmas 
and New Year's, which is the busiest week of the year. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see rates that are close to double what they are for that particular week versus what they are, say, the first week of May or maybe that first week or two of February when you're working around uh, cheerleading competitions or later in January, you know, after the marathon weekend. Um, or even sometimes in the fall, kind of earlier on, before things t get too crazy closer to Halloween. So a bunch of different great times to look at and to think about. But if cost is an issue, um, it's great to be able to be flexible in your travel schedule because that will help you uh, save some. So great question. Um, again, I can get you some, some specifics later, Cameron. Uh, remind me if I don't answer that after, after this is over tonight. So breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table. And I wish I had some of these with me right now, but I don't. When we got there, oh my gosh, it's the coolest thing in the world. Uh, we sat down and actually, let me back up. So I'm, I'm gonna, this is a really cool experience and I don't want to get too much into it. So what do we do? You walk up to Cinderella's Castle, and because they have one of the stage shows that was going on um, basically right during our, our reservation, they had the area roped off in front of the castle where you kind of had to go around uh, the side and enter into the back side of it. Uh, you couldn't go straight through the front of the castle, so that's one thing to be aware if you do get a reservation there and there's a show going on on stage. There's a path just to the right as you go up to the Walt and Mickey statue, head off to the right, you'll see a path that kind of goes around the side of Cinderella's ca castle where the, the wishing well is and kind of go around the side into the back and the check-in desk is there. You'll see a sign that says Cinderella's Royal Table and you walk over there to the check-in desk and they won't check you in unless, within, unless you're within about 10 minutes of your reservation time. So if you show up like a half hour early, you are definitely going to be waiting, waiting because this restaurant is always, always, always booked. It is probably, you know, aside from, aside from some of the uh, signature dining uh, restaurants, uh, like you might see at the Grand Floridian or some of the other areas of the resort, this reservation is one of the hardest to get. And it was, it was just kind of luck of a draw for me that I was able to find one last minute. So we didn't book it 180 days in advance. So there's some hacks to that. There's a benefit of using a travel agent because one of the things that we can do is we can monitor when those reservations come open so you don't have to. So we can go in and very quickly, within a few seconds, secure that reservation the moment it comes available. So if, if you're worried about hard-to-get reservations or if there's something you want to get, regardless if you're on a dining plan or not, this is something that we can help you with. So please be aware of that. So we ran around to the side. We checked in about five minutes before our time. We were still a little bit you know, early Ish. And they went ahead and they you know, gave us a royal invitation that said party of six on it. And they pulled back the little rope stanchion thing and allowed us to pass through um, into kind of the uh, entryway where Cinderella was. There's a Disney photo pass photographer there that was taking pictures uh, with all the different families and folks that were coming through with Cinderella. That was a really cool moment. My girls loved that. Um, the boys were just kind of like, okay, hi, Cinderella, you know, uh, but it was, it was fun, and uh, that was a cool moment, and then uh, we waited, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes or so after that for uh, our, our name to be called. When your name is called, they do this really cool thing where they address you like royalty, sire, madam, um, you know, and it, it's very sort of official in that sort of old English kind of tone, so that, that was really neat. Uh, to, to experience that. And they did that. They announced our, our reservation, our party, and then we got up and we went up the spiral staircase. 
So there's a really cool like old stone spiral staircase that goes up to the dining area. And you know we had to wait a couple of moments. The server came out and led us to our table. And wouldn't you know it, we had probably one of the best tables in the whole dining area right next to a window. You could see out the back of Cinderella's castle through the stained glass. You could see the, the uh, carousel out there. You could see part of New Fantasyland out there. It was really neat. I mean, we, we could not have asked for a better server. We could not have asked for a better spot to sit. Once you sit down, they have these little stars called wishing stars that they put in front of you that you get to take with you. And at one point, they kind of go through this sort of parade of bringing the, the princesses out. And they tell a little story. This voiceover comes and... Uh, they do this little thing where you make a wish, you get the, the wishing star home with you. They give these little play plastic swords to all the males that are there. So even if you're a grown-up, you get a souvenir um, that says, you know, Cinderella's Royal Table on it. Um, and the ladies get a wand uh, to take home with them. These are not little tiny things either. I mean, they're, they're pretty big. Uh, and it was, it was just, it was really neat. My very special experience. The food was awesome. I'm going to be posting some pictures of, um, of the food as well uh, later on some pictures of the interior so we haven't quite gotten there yet but uh, Cinderella's Royal Table great breakfast great experiences the the characters were awesome we were like the second table in line from where we were sitting um, and it was it was just great I mean I, it was overall experience you know is you do pay a premium for that but it was one of those things that's kind of a bucket list item in a way and our girls were the perfect age to be able to be all in and um, really enjoy the greeting of the princesses and whatnot, and even um, even our sons were uh, Will, uh, the uh, the oldest boy was thought it was pretty cool. So um, Hope was ordered or was saying a few things. So she said, "Best reservation ever," but I got up at 4 a.m. and hit refresh 7,562 times before the lines opened and got the 8 a.m. spot. Then rope drop at nine in Fantasyland Golden. That's hey. That is actually the best thing to do. If you can get an early reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table and get in before the park opens and eat quickly and get out, um, that is something that a lot of people will do if, if they can to you know hit up hard-to-get rides like Seven Dwarves Mine Train and others that have uh, long lines. Unless you go on a day like when we were um, and we couldn't get that reservation, we were just lucky to get one at all. So... My wife said I almost did that, but I'm glad I got the French toast. <laughs> so the French toast, again, I'll post a picture of it. It's unlike any French toast you've ever seen. Uh, the shrimp and grits, uh, I'm sure were great. I can't eat those because I'm allergic to shellfish, but they sounded good, aside from the shrimp part. Um, I had a traditional breakfast with um, sausage and bacon, and uh, I think they brought out a couple of Mickey waffles, uh, but it was, it was really good. So... Um, after Cinderella's Royal Table, again, that's when I took my son to get his hair cut. And after that, my, actually my wife and a couple of our, our youngest son um, and then our two daughters uh, went off to try and ride some rides. And they were actually in line for Haunted Mansion because uh, one of my daughters really wanted to ride that. And the ride system went down, so they had to leave. And by the time you know, they waited in line for a while and got out, we just met up and kind of strategize what we were going to do next because our fast passes didn't really start for a couple more hours so where did we went adam duckworth if you're still on this call we went to your favorite place uh country bear jamboree and that's kind of like one of those things that people have a love-hate relationship with either you love it or you just think it's the most ridiculous thing ever and you don't want to have anything to do with it country bear jamboree was just 
amazing as it always is, right? Uh, if you've never done the Country Bear Jamboree at Disney's Magic Kingdom, please go do the Country Bear Jamboree. You will be pleasantly surprised. It is a great place to go to catch some HC during a hot day and just relax and sit for a little bit, uh, but you'll be thoroughly entertained. Uh, there's a lot of quirky puns and humor that sort of flow throughout the whole thing. Um, great attraction. So after we did Country Bear Jamboree, um, we kind of started throughout our day, and, um, and we were kind of lo looking towards our fast passes. We went over to Adventureland at that point because we were kind of um, – we were kind of getting a little parched, a little, little hungry. So what do you do when you're hungry? Hey, Jess. Jess is probably the best cast member ever at Walt Disney World. We got to hang out with him uh, when we did It's a Small World. Um, Jess's birthday is actually this week. So happy birthday, Jess. Hope you have an awesome birthday. You're an awesome guy. Um, he's just celebrated his 10-year anniversary as a cast member at Walt Disney World. So super proud of him. He's going to be working merch at Pirates of the Caribbean. So if you go to Pirates of the Caribbean, look for Jess, hug his neck. He's a North Alabama boy. He's awesome. Um, awesome guy and, and has really, really blessed our family in the past. So um, love Jess Watson, one of my favorite people out there at Walt Disney World. So we actually went over towards Adventureland, as I was saying, and uh, we went to get, what else do you get for a snack in Adventureland? Dull Whips. Not just Dull Whips, but Dull Whip Floats. That's right. Dull Whip Floats. Pineapple ice cream with apple juice. Stick a straw in it. Get yourself a spoon. I mean, the sucker's like, it was giant. It was one of the biggest ones that I've seen. You can also get Dull Whip Floats in a number of other places throughout property, um, including the pine Pineapple Lanai that I shared with everyone last year uh, when we were at Walt Disney World. Another spot that you can get them because you don't have to go inside the park to get one. There are even other places um, outside of Walt Disney World and Disneyland that you can get them. You can get them in Hawaii um, at Aulani, uh, Disney's resort and spa in Hawaii that they have there. They have them there. So uh, that's pretty cool. That's, you know, Dole has a major operation uh, for pineapples there. So um, where are we, are we at? Oh, yeah, Dole Float. So um, we ordered four we were going to you know i was going to have one my wife was going to have one the kids were going to split kind of a couple and um one of them got dropped accidentally by one of our children and i've shared this before that if if somebody accidentally drops something and it's full or you know a piece of merchandise gets damaged or something like that um you know sometimes we feel like especially if you're younger children and they're kind of starting to get upset and things you feel like you can can't do anything. You just kind of got to say tough it or deal with it or whatever. But where you want to go, just buy them another one. Don't do that. Go back to the counter. Go back to the store. Find the nearest cast member and be like, hey, is there any way that I can get another one of these? Um, and more than likely, they will accommodate you. Um, Disney cast members are trained that way. They're trained to serve you. Now, they're not going to give you something free if you sat on it all day and it's torn and, and, and whatever else. Like if you've you know, bought it a year ago and brought it back and, you know, doll's arm fell off or something. Um, they probably won't replace it then, but um, if it's more of an immediate thing, they'll do that. So I went back to the counter uh, where we ordered our, our Dole Whip floats and picked up another one. What you know it, that one also got dropped. Um, and it just kind of, a series of events sort of happened where we just realized in that particular moment, we just sort of needed to chill for a little bit and take a break. So that's right now where I'm going to talk about sometimes regardless of how well you plan a trip, regardless of how well you plan a day, things are not always going to go according to plan. Sometimes you just got to be a little bit flexible and say, you know what, we're here, we're, we're, we're together, we're building memories, we're having an awesome vacation, and uh, we, just, we just need to sort of chill out for a bit, take a breath. 
when you're with young children, if you're going to go to the parks with young children, you've got to realize that you're not going at your own pace. You're going to be going at their pace. So, um, you know, we invested a lot of time, you know, and money and different things to, to be able to go on this trip. And, yeah, it, it was a little frustrating in the moment, but uh, we wanted to be there and be present with our children. So, so we were, and, and it was fine, and we had a great rest of the day. You know, we, we, we really did. Uh, we got to go on some attractions together. Um, my, one of my daughters got to go on her, her very first roller coaster, which was Space Mountain. So how cool was that? Um, Space Mountain is your first roller coaster. I wish that was my first roller coaster. We got to do, I got to do Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin uh, with, with her and also holding my infant son in my lap. Um, so that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, so really, it was a really cool experience. Also, let's see, what else? Oh, um, I, I want to mention this because, you know, I'm going to kind of try to wrap it up a little bit. Um, tonight at some point because we could talk about this forever uh, we had fast passes for pirates of the caribbean and later on in the day the ride actually closed down during the time when our fast passes were i think between like the five and six o'clock hour and because of that what happens is the the fast pass system or cast members give you two options so if you have a fast pass book the system goes down you can do one of two things you can wait and see if the ride reopens and come back and ride it later uh if you want you know, before the close of the park that night so you can wait and see if the ride system reopens if it does not you have the option if you don't want to do that you, you have the option to book a fast pass for pretty much any ride in the park uh the the main exclusions in the magic kingdom um and it automatically ups, uploads to the my disney experience account um you can go in there and you can modify your fast passes and you know it'll say something along the lines of you know, you have, because your fast pass was, you know, auto-canceled or whatever, um, you have a fast pass that you can use for basically any time at any attraction until the close of parks that day. And there are some exclusions like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is one of them. And I think maybe there's one or two others. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. So that's one of the things to think of when fast passes get auto-canceled because the ride goes down. Um, there are some other options that are that are out there for you. So... My favorite moment of the day was probably seeing my son get his hair cut at Main Street. Like I said earlier, that was a really cool moment. But even more than that uh, was we went to meet Minnie and Mickey um, right before Happily Ever After, which is the nighttime spectacular they have at Magic Kingdom. Uh, they're dressed up in their 90th birthday outfits. If you see them, they're kind of all confettied out. Uh, really cool moment. Got some awesome pictures uh, there with the family. But when my son, like we were the last ones to walk in the room, we walked in there, and like Mickey and Minnie, I think, had their back to us at first. We walked in there, and Mickey and Minnie turned around. Uh, just like the look on his face was like, it was, it was that look that you want. Like that, that it's, I can't describe it. We didn't get a picture of it, unfortunately. But like that was the experience that you want. That was the reaction that you would want for your child to have in a situation like that. It was just, it was so cool. Like I almost got a little weepy thinking about it um, just now even. So um, totally cool experience. Uh, wrapping up the day after we saw Mickey and Minnie, um, actually, let me back up. We did have a, a late afternoon snack slash early evening dinner sort of thing at Casey's Corner, hot dog, basically hot dog and fries kind of place. Um, that was pretty good. We just sort of chilled out and relaxed there for a little bit. My wife uh, went to the baby care center at one point to uh, feed our son there and to get him to catch some AC, and I hung out with other kids for a little bit, um, and we had a good time. So the Baby Care Center in the Magic Kingdom is a great place. They're very accommodating. Uh, it's right next to the first aid station. It's right next to some of the bathrooms. 
uh, right before you get to uh, the, the hub area of the park, right just past Casey's Corner. So um, definitely check that out if you've not done that. So uh, again, at the end of the day, we uh, did see Happily Ever After right after we saw uh, Mickey and Minnie. Um, we kind of planned that strategically. Our fast passes. So Mickey and Minnie, the, the greeting spot for them is towards the front of the park, like almost right when you come in uh, off to the right. And we specifically did that because we wanted to be towards the front of the park at the end of Happily Ever After so that we would not have to fight the crowds getting out back to the buses uh, to, to leave to go back to the resort. So because we did that, we were able to get on the bus almost immediately. So that's kind of a travel hack for you. If you're worried about crowds trying to get back at the end of the day and you're tired, especially if you've got small kids or you're, just, you're trying to make another part for extra magic hours or maybe somewhere else or, or, or the reservation or meet up with some people or whatever, but you want to see the fireworks, sit towards the back of the park. Um, it's a different experience regardless of what spot that you sit at, whether it's your back, you're right in the middle of Main Street, or you're right next to the Walt Mickey statue uh, up front in front of the castle. You're going to get a different view, a different experience wherever you sit. So um, that's, one thing to, that's one thing to consider. Um, so the, the show was awesome. Uh, that was actually the first time I'd ever seen Happily Ever After. I'd seen the in person. I'd seen videos of it. I'd, I'd listened to the soundtrack, part of the soundtrack before. Um, wonderful experience. You know, Wishes was near and dear to our heart for a very long time because when my wife and I were cast members there, uh, Wishes was, was going on. And we'd even seen it a few times after that. Uh, when we visited the park. So I was like, well, what, what is this going to be like in comparison? Absolutely amazing show. A little bit of a different feel, different soundtrack, different you know, fireworks and whatnot, uh, but amazing. I mean, it was just very beautifully, very, very well done. Something that you need to see, especially if you've never seen it. Even if you've seen it once, twice, you know, three, four times, five times, go back and see it again. Uh, it's, a, it's a really cool uh, moment. Pick a different spot. Pick a different spot, you're going get to a, get a different different viewpoint. Um, Extra magic hours were that night. Extra magic hours or extended park hours that Disney Resort Hotel guests are able to participate in at no additional charge. Um, that's different from the after hours parties. Those are paid ticketed events. But extra magic hours are automatically included if you are a Disney Resort Hotel guest. So it's a free perk. So we could have stayed another, I think it was two, maybe even three hours in the park if we wanted to, but uh, we did not because, you know, young kids, we got enough early to drive over there. You know, we wanted to be able to play the next morning in the hotel pool, which we did before we left. So we did get uh, catch a late night dinner because everybody was hungry. Uh, we went to the Riverside Mill Food Court at the Port Orleans Riverside Resort. All the different spots were open uh, within the food court area. Um, kids had mac and cheese. My wife had a cheeseburger. I had one of the best flatbread pizzas I've ever had. It was a, it was a blackened chicken flatbread. So, so good. Not too spicy at all. Um, I think it was pretty well seasoned for me. Uh, I enjoyed it. And I'm someone that likes a lot of spice and likes a lot of pepper on my stuff, and I enjoyed it. Like I, I genuinely thought it was good. And it was so good, um, and I was I couldn't eat all of it, so I saved some of it for later. The next morning, we actually slept in um, as a family. We went and played in the pool for a little bit. There's a really fun water slide there. There's kind of some fun little you know water. Uh, our decorative sort of fountains and things that are there. Um, there's a little toddler pool off the side. There's some hot tubs that are separate um, that are there. They have towels by the pool, so you don't have to bring your own towels there. Um, there's actually more than one pool at the Riverside Resort. There's a smaller one in the Alligator Bay Bayou area that's kind of shaped like a Mickey that was right outside our hotel room. 
but the bigger one is located in an area called Old Man's Island um, that has the you know the bigger water slide and uh, when it's busier in season there's even a quick service restaurant uh, that's open out there it's not open we, we were there um, but during during the busier seasons it is open and it's out there uh, you know lifeguards uh, this particular pool did have lifeguards uh, that we went to we played there for I don't know an hour or two and the kids had a blast um, my you know, all of, all of us except for um, the baby went down the water slide like multiple times. It wasn't like the biggest, scariest water slide, but wasn't the little, wasn't the little tiniest thing either. So it was, it was, it was enough to give a couple of thrills, especially for some kids that don't get to go on water slides every day. So we had a lot of fun there. Uh, when ate lunch, got back to the room. We had a late checkout that we'd requested. Uh, got cleaned up and packed up, and then we went to. Um, put all our stuff in the van and drove back around to the lobby check-in area. Went back to the Riverside Mill food court and ate lunch there. I had a prime rib French dip sandwich that was so, so good. Oh my goodness. That thing, this is not like your average, you know, mall food court kind of food or theme park food. This food was very, very good. I highly recommend this place. Like I've been to a lot of the Value Resort food, uh, food courts, like at the Pop Century, and also at some of the All Store resorts. This this is a much better um, food selection than I think, and, and really enjoyed it. So again, we slept in, played in the pool, uh, we ate, uh, we ate lunch there, uh, and then my wife and uh, one of our one of our children went to um, the. Um, went to the Disney Springs, sorry, getting lost track. Uh, they, they went over to Disney Springs in the van, and I took both girls and our son on the riverboat. Um, well, it's kind of a river. It's it's a boat that goes on a river. It's not like a big paddle wheel riverboat. Uh, but you saw it in the picture earlier today that I posted when I posted about tonight's, um, tonight's Facebook Live slash podcast. But uh, we hopped on the boat, and we took the boat from Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. It also stops at French Quarter. Um, it stops at Old Key West, and I think, uh, I think one, other, one other spot that I'm, uh, that I'm forgetting uh, on the way to Disney Springs. So really cool way to get to Disney Springs to be able to you know, grab some awesome food and shop a little bit and, and hang out. So the boat actually docks. Uh, at Disney Springs, very close to the Rainforest Cafe, uh, which is one of our favorite spots to go um, at, at Disney Springs. We didn't go there that particular day because we'd already eaten lunch. Uh, Saratoga, thank you. Um, so, and, and, and it was great. So, we had a, we had a really good time shopping. Uh, we'll see that we did get separated a little bit. Um, we did not have a specified meeting spot set up, so it took a little bit for us to find each other um, because I had my wife's cell phone and I had my cell phone. So, Always have a meeting spot. You know, if uh, you know, that's one thing I want to share with you. Always have a meeting spot, regardless if you have phones or not. Um, have a spot where you will go if you can't find each other. Say, look, this is the place you want to go. So um, I could have done a little bit better about that, trying to you know stay in one place and, and that kind of thing. But um, always have a meeting spot, a place where you're going to meet up um, if if you're planning on intentionally getting separated like that. So. Uh, always go to guest relations. Absolutely. So guest relations is a great place to go uh, because if you do lose a cell phone, they have the ability to be able to send text messages to people like my wife did to me uh, on my phone. Um, they have you know phones there. You know if you find a lost child, you know, they can get you in touch with uh, you know security. They can do a lot of different things at guest relations to be able to find you. So find find a cast member 
they can point you to guest relations if you don't have a map um, and, and get you there. Make sure you have a meeting spot. Um, so again, the last few things we did, uh, we shopped at the World of Disney. We sort of walked around a little bit in that particular store. So if you haven't been to World of Disney in the past year, go back. Um, they went through this massive remodel. They've opened the store up. It's much, um, seems like it's a much bigger place. Uh, and they put a little bit more in there. It's the largest Disney retail store in the world uh, at Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. So you can probably find pretty much anything Disney there. And even outside of that, there's a lot of other Disney-themed shops, like the Christmas shop that's out there. They have a shop that sells Disney art. There's the kind of the marketplace co-op area where there's a bunch of little sort of smaller stores inside that sell some awesome Disney merch. Some of it is Disney-themed, some of it's not. Um, and there's several other stores. There's even like an entire um, other section of Disney Springs that seems like you're kind of just in an outdoor mall. There's so much to Disney Springs. I mean, if you're looking to spend a non-park day on your vacation there, you could spend a couple of days just walking around Disney Springs and experiencing everything there is to experience there. So we did our shopping at World of Disney. And then uh, we did one of the things that we always do when we go over there. We went to the Ghirardelli ice cream top. So just like Ghirardelli chocolate out of California uh, in San Francisco, there's a Ghirardelli ice cream parlor at Disney Springs that has some of the best ice cream you'll ever have. They've got shakes. They've got a number of different things you can get. They're freshly made waffle cones, uh, freshly made ice cream. Really, really good. Uh, so we had some of that and, you know, we went uh, back to our vehicle got back in the car and headed back to Daytona Beach Shores and enjoyed the rest of our vacation there. So it was an amazing trip. Uh, we had a lot of fun and we really enjoyed it. So um, if you're thinking about, you know, a, a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort, I highly recommend Disney's Port Orleans Riverside based on our experience. Um, and I highly recommend um, thinking about playing, you know, in either the day you leave or the day you get there. Uh, spend some time at Disney Springs or maybe on, on a rest day, especially if you're traveling with young children, consider a rest day from your normal uh, kind of go-go-go park day all the time. It, it'll make your vacation so much better if you do that, um, just to kind of pause for a little bit. So we'd love to help you strategically think about all that. And again, I don't charge anything at all for my booking services for uh, Walt Disney World vacations. Uh, I love being able to serve uh, folks um, to, you know, for regardless of what reason you're going, whether you're celebrating a birthday, a honeymoon, uh, celebrating another special occasion, whether you're just going on a fall break, a summer or a spring break trip or, or a holiday trip, whatever it is, you know, I, I, I love to, to help people with that. And I don't charge any, I don't charge folks anything extra for, for my services. So uh, one thing I heard recently, and this sort of made sense to me, is that when, you know, you're going to buy a car or you're going to, you know, buy a house, or you're making any of these larger purchases, or you know, you're, you're you've got to get plumbing done on your house, or electrical, whatever it is, uh, or or work on taxes for some of us. You you look to the experts. You look to the people that have done it, that know it, that 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 understand it, um, that that are staying up to date with it. That's that's what I do. Uh, I spend time, you know, training. Um, while I was there, I tried to observe a few things that I've never done before. I'm actually leaving tomorrow uh, to go back to a conference, and I'm going to try to experience some things that I haven't done um, before while I'm down there and um, get some you know, up-to-date information about what's going on um, and uh, you know, meet some new people and, and learn from some folks while I'm there. I'm going to be doing some other things while I'm there also. Um, but 
Uh, I, I want to stay up to date. I want to help you. I want to pass this information along. That's why I asked at the beginning for folks to rate this because that's how people uh, find out about these things. It's not to make myself feel better. I just want to be able to help other people if I can. And, you know, again, I don't charge anything. Uh, I want to be your personal expert that's helping you out, um, plan these things, planning your fast passes, getting up early so you don't have to, stressing about the details so you don't have to. So you can just worry about the magic and building those memories. Um, so if you've got any questions about trip planning, please let me know. Uh, drop me a message in the comments. Uh, shoot me a message here on Facebook and love to chat with you. So thanks for joining me tonight for a little bit longer than normal uh, Facebook Live and podcast. And I would love for you to share this on Facebook and share the podcast link. Uh, I will drop that in via Apple Podcasts below, but you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and a number of the different other ones that are out there. Uh, and again, I just appreciate you chiming in. Uh, let me know if you have any things uh, I would like to talk about next time around. We're going to kind of continue our Travel Basics series, and we'll go from there. So we hope you all uh, have a great rest of your week, and we hope you have a magical evening, and we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>